Alright, we're fucking live. Um, this episode is sponsored by Taylor's Baked Goods. Um, check her out on Instagram at Taylor's Baked Goods. Because everyone here that's sitting right now eats fucking baked goods. If you don't eat baked goods, kill yourself. Maybe that's a little too strong. I don't know. But I'm saying you got to support this white woman. Because she has also a black boyfriend. Okay? I've said this multiple times. She comes good with the fucking baked goods. And she does good in the community. Alright? Okay. So make sure to check out Taylor's Baked Goods. Alright? That's our great sponsor right there. We all love our white people. Okay? Alright. I want to first start off by introducing the first guest to ever come on to the Busty Buffalo podcast. This is a great honor, not only for me, but for my family, and for my family. I'd like to introduce my friend, Neil. Go ahead. Tell him about yourself, Neil. Well, um, I'm happy that your family is graced by me coming today. Okay, okay. Um, so, my name is Neil, and long story short, um... It's not his name. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It's an alias, but... Let's just get that out there, you know? I want to be at least positive and honest here. <laughs> All right. You don't need to know his fucking name. You want to know his name? Suck a dick. But for now, his name is Neil. All right, go for it. All right. After I was rudely interrupted. Oh, also, if you hear buzzing noise in the background, we have a bug zapper. Yeah, it's the size of a The size of a femur bone in the back. So if you hear some bug zapping, that's just... And that's natural selection for you. All right. Um. Anyway, me and Edda were we were just talking about, um, just like LSD and acid. Well, first tell tell them how credible you are. You know, as a as a educated man. I'm 150 percent credible. Um, that's disgusting. Dude, I can smell the I know. bug zapper. Dude, it smells fucking disgusting. <laughs> no, it's pungent, All right. Anyway, yeah. um, so I have a bachelor's degree in uh, in biology. Um, so, I have some knowledge of how drugs work on the brain, and, uh, me and Ada, we were talking about that, and it got pretty interesting, and we decided, why not, why not record it, yeah, share some info. Not only has Neil came with great knowledge and respect for this podcast, he's also bring a gift, you know, he's, he's here to educate. He made a presentation for us, a PowerPoint to be, you know, exact, and it's a little bit LSD. The reason why this is happening is because we all, we all had a little um, argument, or maybe a little scuffle, I'd say, about maybe the potential dangers, pros and cons of LSD, and Neil here was a little concerned, you know? I'm a concerned guy. I'm a young man, traversing life with energy and positivity, and I'm in college. You know, I experiment sometimes. I do a little bit of drugs, I kiss some girls. It doesn't matter. But one thing that came up in my life is LSD. And not only has it had positive outcomes on my life, it has never had a negative outcome on my life. All right, just so that's a thing, you know, out there. And I mean, Neil, is just a little concerned. Neil is just a little concerned about me. And 
I guess he's just here to put a bad name on LSD, maybe. But he's also here to tell us maybe the drugs that we're doing could harm us. And not only harm us, but it could harm our children and our grandchildren. All right? So, um, why don't we just, yeah, let's just fucking yeah, dive into just, this PowerPoint yeah, we'll just real quick. go through All right? random stuff. Here, give us, right now, the first presentation, the first slide, is basically a brief history, you know? It tells about this guy. His name was Albert Hoffman, right? He's the one that discovered it, right? Right, yeah. He pretty much discovered it. Um, he was working in the lab, just doing random crap there um, in the lab. Uh, and he was working on, like, a fungus and, like, on breads and, gr and grains and stuff. And uh, he actually didn't know that he discovered LSD. Um, it was on his hands, and he was riding home from work on his bike one day. Um, and he accidentally ingested a couple, um, some particles. And uh, he had, like, a profound bike ride home. And he soon realized that it was from this fungus. Um, and he discovered LSD like that pretty much, just totally by accident. Maybe some of the best things that are created to, you know, in this world today are all by accident. Well, uh, penicillin was by accident. You know. Like, uh, penicillin was completely discovered by accident. And that was just like the, like the cure of everything back then, right? But most people and, are immune and, to it now, though. Well, no, like, uh, no, right? people aren't immune to it. No, like, you have, like, an allergic reaction sometimes. Like, some people are, are allergic to penicillin. Mm. So, if you're allergic, you can't have, like, any drugs that have penicillin in it. But the guy, like, he discovered it. He was, like, doing something in, like, a little Petri dish, like, growing bacteria. And a fungus accidentally, like, fell into it. Mm. And uh, he, he saw, like, that the bacteria around the fungus, they were all dead. So he's like, oh, wow, this fungus has a, an ability to kill bacteria. Mm. So it's totally on accident that he, like, discovered penicillin. So it's crazy, like, just, like, the the smallest, like, chance luck, and, and you can discover something crazy. Kind of like this guy right here. He discovered LSD completely by accident. And what is it, on April 19th, now they celebrate Bicycle Day? Yeah, that was, like, the day he, like, rode, rode back all coughed up on LSD. So now, like, April 19th is, like, uh, they call it Bicycle Day. Do you find it at all coincidental that it's the day before 420? I actually did not. Is that? I did not notice that. April oh, 20th. wait, it is. Yeah, January, February, March. Wow. Also, Also the day of Hitler's birthday. April 19th? April 20th is Hitler's birthday. Seriously? Uh-huh. That's crazy. That <laughs> you didn't are, are you know lying? That? I swear to God. No, I didn't know that. Wait. 19... You didn't fucking know that? No. That's crazy. <laughs> that's like, that's so many things together. Dude, that's that, really weird. I knew that in high school because like, one, I didn't we, know that. one like weird kid that we all thought was just going to be a school shooter sat in the back of the class. I mean, sat in the back of the bus and we're all talking about, yeah, fucking 420. And there's like a bunch of like potheads on the back of the bus. And we're like, yeah, I'm probably going to fucking smoke up this weekend. And the really, like, kid, like, you know, fucked up kid in the back was like, it's also Hitler's birthday. <laughs> and I didn't even know. And that's how, like, I just remember that forever. Because I was also terrified of that child. Now, those kind be. of memories. That's absolutely mind. crazy. I did not know that. So I guess we can all thank Albert Hoffman. Well, maybe thank. No, maybe. yeah, you got, you can thank him. Yeah. He, he, he got you guys, uh, LSD. He's, he's the guy to thank. What do you, what do you mean, you guys? 
What do you mean? What, what do you mean you guys? <laughs> you guys and girls that use LSD. <laughs> that's better, right? Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Okay. All right. Well, let's go. Let's go on to the next slide, won't we? All what? right. So this is this is like an animation. So that's gonna be. I'm trying to think. Uh, what do you want to do? You want to try to um, explain the best way through uh, verbally as to what like the video uh, shows. Like, what is it like showing? Okay. So. All right. Uh, yeah. So the video. So so, it, so the people at home. Right yeah. Now. So so it's like a little animation, maybe like thirty seconds long. Um, pretty much, all that shows is how it's just a general model of how um, how chemicals are transmitted through like uh, through your nervous system and your your brain, like through your body. Um, so, so pretty much, it's uh, they're called neurotransmitters. Yeah, I'm yeah. sure you've heard of that mm -hmm. that term before. So neurotransmitters, um, you have different kinds of neurotransmitters, and they're pretty much like little like balls. Think of it as like a little ball, and uh, they have to go to a receptor, and the receptor is like a glove. So like each ball has a specific glove for it, mm -hmm. kind of like a puzzle piece. Like right. So, so yeah. So uh, pretty much, that 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 just sums up like the the animation on that. So like serotonin and dopamine receptors, they have they're specific for only serotonin and dopamine. Like it's complete. You can't put you can't put serotonin in a dopamine receptor. If that makes sense. Like so, it, serotonin like those little balls have to hit serotonin receptors. Yeah, exactly. Right. Serotonin has to hit the serotonin re receptor. Okay. If a dopamine, it just won't fit in there. Right. It won't fit. And and once once like the the neurotransmitter, the little ball goes into the glove, then you get whatever um, whatever reaction. So like euphoria. Yeah. So like, like so for for, serotonin, for serotonin, once you have a serotonin that goes into the serotonin receptor, you get the feelings associated with serotonin, like reducing anxiety, happiness, and mood. So that'll happen when the transmitter touches the receptor. Mm. That's, I think that's pretty simple. I mean, yeah, I mean, because like, so when people take LSD, the main, the main thing that's like causing them to feel such euphoria is right, serotonin. Yeah. Well, you dopamine. So the, the you have serotonin and dopamine. Okay, receptor. so serotonin uh, receptors. Is so what? yeah, so they'll give you like it, it like it regulates like anxiety, uh, happiness, like and and mood. Mm -hmm. So like if you're like a whiny little like like if you're like whiny, you know that that's your mood. Uh, so would you say if someone is um, let's say someone's really sad, you know, someone's in the dumps or some shit, their girlfriend broke up with them. Or their dick is just really, the dick is like you know really small, so they're just depressed. Yeah, you need a right? lot of serotonin for that. So, no, but hear me out. Well, okay. like if they're in that, you know, if they have a really small dick and stuff, you know, and they're like really depressed about it. Mm -hmm. If they took LSD, would that sadness just be multiplied even more? Well, that that's kind of like, like uh, enhance that depression. Yeah. So, so it's kind of like. Uh, it's kind of like a potluck. Like it could, it could enhance it and exacerbate it and like just make it ten times worse. You're like, oh wow, like 
my dick is even smaller than I thought, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like maybe it's like two inches and you take it and you're like, holy shit, it's like two centimeters now. Like, Jesus you know, like God. you're not in the right state of mind. Right. So now you're super depressed or you can take it and you're like, oh, wow. Like, you know, like it's like 12 inches now. Like, that's cool. Okay. You know, so like it, 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 it regulates happiness smooth. It doesn't mean it's going to make you happy. It, it regulates it, you right, know, right, so right. it can make it happy. It can make it. You you sad, so it can give you a mood swing. So you you take LSD and you hope, hey, I hope I have like all the happiness, you know, all the good effects. Yeah. Kind of like when people drink. Some people are like real like quiet drunks. Some people are like real pissed off drunks, and others are like you know just happy drunks that are just yeah, really. In, so that's kind of how this. It all varies. Yeah, it varies. Um, that's like your serotonin, so your anxiety, your happiness levels, and your mood. So would you say if uh, if you were depressed or sad, would you ever like think LSD would help them? I help think, a person who is sad and depressed? I think in a, so like in a clinical, like in like a really controlled way, let's say like... dosing. Well, maybe, yeah. Like it's say like you go to a hospital or something, or like a crazy doctor wants to like, you know, like test something out so he'll yeah like microdosing real tiny doses like give you a little bit mm -hmm. and see how you feel like see if are you are you going to become happier does lsd make you happier and he gives you a little and he's like oh he's pretty happy okay well, let me give him so yeah it, it definitely can but uh to, to to know which doses and how much that that's like a real like uh real hard thing to know would it vary, like, depending on the person? Yeah, so, like, body weight. But we can't know because there's no, just... There's, there's not no enough research. Stuff. Yeah, because it's hard, it's hard to do, like, LSD research because, you, you know, it's just hard. It's illegal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's pretty much the main thing. It's just, it's hard to do that kind of stuff. Um, but it definitely, uh, if you do get happiness from it, there could be, in a medical setting, if they do it properly, it can help for sure because it does regulate happiness anxiety mm -hmm. and mood that's the serotonin part um also dopamine is affected as well and that gives you pleasure euphoria so uh it can but i wouldn't recommend doing it at home true you know, that, that's hard because how do you know like you know how do you know how much you need hmm. that's that's a hard thing how do you know but at the same time i feel like also people just don't understand like how strong dosages can be. Definitely. Especially like when you're first starting out, you know, you gotta like warm up. It's the same fucking thing with like drinking. Like you don't wanna fucking go all out in the first like hour and then the next like two hours you're just not functioning with your friends. It's kinda like senior week, you know, like everyone goes to senior week and they've never drank any alcohol and they're like, oh, like, dude, like, you know, we gotta get I'm never like, gonna drink alcohol in my fucking life. Yeah, and they, they take like a shot and then they take like six other shots and now like three of them are passed out and yeah. the other two they're screwed too because yeah. that's pretty much you know you have to you have to know but it's hard to know because there's no real research on it to, to microdose of course okay all right well sorry adam no microdosing for you there's no such thing as microdosing it's only go all or all in you know what i'm saying you go, all go or home or fucking what is it go big or go home you know? All right, well, let's uh, let's go on to the next slide. If you, uh, do you have anything else you want to address from this slide? Um, I already went over. 
Yeah, we went over it. Serotonin, dopamine. Um, yeah, so LSD, it, it binds to the receptors. So, yeah. like, if, if, if dopamine binds to a dopamine receptor, you get the dopamine feeling. Serotonin binds to a serotonin receptor, you get serotonin feeling. LSD, it has the ability to bind to serotonin and dopamine. So it can bind to both and give you the feeling. So it's of like a both. super saiyan of, of, of receptors. Yeah, 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 exactly. So it does, it's a two for one kind of thing. It's so like, like, a, it's so like a good deal at like, uh, at like Walmart or something. All right, so like this would be a decent analogy, all right? Dude, so, that smells again. Dude, I know the fucking bugs smell amazing, especially when they're burnt the fuck up. All right, so this is a great analogy, all right? You got fucking Goku and you got Vegeta. You know what I'm talking about? This Dragon Ball Z talk, all right? Yeah. Goku serotonin. And then Vegeta is dopamine, right? Right. And Goku needs to become Super Saiyan in order to get those receptors going. Mm -hmm. Serotonin receptors. Same thing with Vegeta. He has to go Super Saiyan to get those dopamine receptors going. Mm -hmm. But when they fuse together, you know, they do the fusion. In the, in the, in the, in the TV show, they do this thing. They go, fusion! <coughs> they do that. Uh -huh. And they become one person. And that's like, uh, that's probably a really good analogy. Probably not. Because like, I yeah. don't know anything about that. Like, uh, <laughs> I, I, never, I was just shaking my head saying yes. Uh, I've never seen that. But I'll try. I'll take you where I'm okay. I think that's good. That sounds good. All right, all right. Next slide. Next slide, teach. Um, so it's like uh, the slides, what does it do to your body? What does LSD to you do to your body? <laughs> you have to say it in a different voice. More. What does LSD do to your body? Do like a conductor. Like of a train? Yeah. What does LSD do to your body? Yeah, uh, I like that one. You like that? That's okay. good. All right. All right, that's fine. All right, what does LSD do to your body? Tell us, my son. Well, we, we, we discussed that, the dopamine part, the serotonin part. Um, so we know that already. Um... So now it's kind of talking about it. Kind of becomes like the somewhat negative thing okay. that it can do. All right, let's let's uh let's it's time to make us all LSD users feel bad. Let's uh. Ah uh, yeah, it's time to feel bad. It's time to feel bad, but it's also the you know at the same time you gotta feel proud. You know, proud to feel bad. Proud to feel bad, exactly. That's good. All right. Um. So this one, the first thing is, and I'll just read what it says, and we can kind of piece it apart. Uh. So. Intracellular signaling cascades um, with gene expression. So that probably sounds like a whole lot of nothing. Um, yeah, for, try to like yeah, yeah, dumb it down. Yeah. Well, it's not dumbing it down. It's like, you know, you don't know that. You know? So yeah. it's not like you just don't know it. True. Um, I like that you're saying I'm not dumb. That well, I'm just very, I don't know about well, it. Well, like, let's say like I take you to like a law office and I'm like, do this. Like, you're not going to know what to do because exactly. you, you don't have any experience And in if it. you were to make fun of me because I didn't know how to do any of that stuff at the law office, I'd probably be pretty sad. Yeah, well, they'd probably make fun of you. Lawyers are probably nasty like I would that. freak out. What would you do? You'd probably go to... In the office? Yeah, they'd sue you. I would demolish everybody in the office. And, well, then if I guess they like, couldn't sue you. If, that, if I was in the office trying to just work on a bunch of like papers, they're like, what's up, pussy boy? You can't do any of those papers, pussy boy. Ha <laughs> <laughs> fuck you, pussy boy. Those are 50-year-old lawyers yeah. talking like that. Because <laughs> they're all rich, you know? They're all rich as fuck, and they have a boat, and they're like, I have a boat, and you don't, pussy boy. And it's like your first day, like, you've just got there. Like, you dressed up real nice. I'm, like, cutting my arm. 
because I'm very sad in the office, and every time someone yells at me, I cut my arm. And then I write that in the message saying, each cut on my arm is for the time you guys yelled at me. Oh, this on your first day you're doing all that? This is my first day. It's like the first hour you began to cut your arm. You bought, like, mind you, you Listen, bought, man. like, a suit, because you don't know. Your job school was very stressful, dude. Well, you're, yeah, yeah, but, like, you bought, like, a whole suit for this whole thing. You know, like, you, you went out, a, you I spent, like, a, 150 bucks for a we suit. We got it at Salval. Okay, fine. Well, twenty dollars suit. Oh, okay. Just cleaned it up, got home, washed it. It'd, it'd be funny if you got like a hundred fifty dollars right, suit. All right, Let's fine. go with a hundred fifty. So I, like spent, I saved up two of my paychecks to get yeah, a five hundred dollars yeah, suit. Yeah, right. you spent so much money to like to like look good in front of these lawyers. You're like, yeah, oh, yeah, like yeah. you know, like a bunch of rich people. I got people. a new haircut and everything. Rich, yeah, yeah. yeah, like you know, rich people. I got like you know, like I got blend in somehow, and you stick out like a sore fucking thumb. Like they know, <laughs> they know, like, like they just know you're full of shit and like. That suit was like 150 bucks. They have like thousand dollar suits. Right, you right. get there, they're making fun of you. you. Pull, get that fly out of here. Uh, yeah. So we, you start slitting your wrists. Yeah. So, so the first guy walks in. He's like, he's like, he's like, dude, hurry up with the paperwork, boy. And I, and then I would stand up and I would look at him in the eyes. And he's the only one that hasn't yelled at me like at all today. Everyone else has been bullying me. He's the one that's kind of telling everybody, hey, you actually, like, really relax, you know? Like, you, oh, you, okay, it's fine, his first fine. day. All right, yeah. And he's like, hey, man, you should really finish up those papers. Like, really nice. Oh, okay. So it's and a nice I guy. stand up, all right? I look at him in the fucking eyes, and I tell him, what the fuck did you just say to me? He says, pardon? Like, pardon me? He's like, pardon me? <laughs> so then I whip out my fucking knife that I always have with me. It's a huge, like, Boeing knife. The ones you see on, like, you know, Call of Duty, Counter-Strike and shit, you know what I'm talking about? And engraved on the side is my mother's name. Why? Because I killed her. Oh, okay. And for every person I kill, I engrave on the knife. How many? Is it just your mom? Just my mom. At the time. You know, this fictional character. Quote, unquote, fictional. Yeah. You know. If. Alright? And I whip out my knife, and I look him in the eyes, and I'm like, repeat it. And he says, <laughs> why? You know, and I tell him, repeat what you said. Please, he, I have children. He, he, he said, and then he would say, now I'm scared. And I'm like, good. Now repeat. And he says, finish up those papers, please. He would never repeat it. He would never repeat that. He would just be like... It doesn't matter. This is my fantasy. Well, it has to be like... Realistic? Somewhat. All right, fine. He says, no, I, I don't want to say it. I'm scared. So then I walk up to him. Yeah, there we go. And he, 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 he tries to leave... But you kind of like I grab his tie and he kind of goes fucking yeah. yank him back in, and he's really close to my lips. And you put, you have to you have to do the whole Bane thing. And I, we yeah, just I discuss. Do, we just I discuss. do I do the Bane thing from Batman. I touch him on the shoulder and I'm like, Do you feel in charge? Do you feel in charge? Do you feel in charge? He's like, What's this? And he's like, I, I'm just the assistant. <laughs> so then I take the knife. And I just fucking jab it right into his goddamn jaw, dude. Right under here, dude. Just <laughs> done, so. So that everybody in the office just sees me do that, you know? Because I pressed him up against yeah, the yeah, fucking window. Yeah, and like, it's like a glass window. And I'm like, and But no one can hear me because I'm just like making the face and like the door is closed. And everybody starts fucking screaming and yelling and running around. So I go out there and I just start fucking hacking people, dude. With my goddamn knife. And everybody's like, but why did he do such a bad thing? It's because 
you bullied me. And you get to the main one, the owner of the some, you know, yeah, like, I, the, I get the, to, the I get owner, to the final boss, like that, a like, salt and pepper hair, fifty year old guy, yes. like in like a ridiculously expensive has fuck, suit, has his shoes off because it's his office, and he thinks yeah. he's fucking at home or something. And he has like a gold plaque and stuff, and like mahogany furniture anyway. And he smells so bad. He's supposed now. He smells good. No, he's rich. He has to have like, he has to smell good. He's so rich that he has like that rich cologne that doesn't smell good. Okay, that yeah, we go. Yeah, you know I'm talking yeah, about. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean. It's that fucking gross. All right, and I get, I, I, I open a door and I go, <laughs> I open the fucking door with my, you know, I kick it open. Yeah. It fucking slams, just open. He's just like, <gasps> okay. oh, what are you doing here? It's an Asian guy. Was that Asian? That was Asian. Oh, what are you doing here? Oh, what are you doing here? What are you doing here, man? What are you doing here, my officer? This, this is my officer. You better get out of here. All right. And I and I and I tell him, shut up, shut up. And he's like, okay. So I walk up to him, right? Just one step at a time, loud as fuck. And he says, I have family. I'm like, so do I. They are dead. And he's like, but mine aren't. So I come up close to him, and I pull him in, and I'm like, you pay me minimum wage. I do all the work, but you sit down. I'll double your paycheck. It doesn't matter anymore. I've killed everybody. Don't you see? Please don't do this. Don't. So then I throw him out his fucking window, dude. It's like a what? It's like on the first floor. <laughs> <laughs> no, that shit's it's like... on the first floor, and he just runs away, calls a cop. <laughs> <laughs> that's how I get caught. That's that's was, exactly how you get caught. That like, was two in the fucking moment. But I'll tell right. you what, I'm throwing my Bowie knife at him as he's running away. That's a, that's a given. Yeah, you're gonna miss it because you're gonna be so shocked. That, it's gonna like, you're fuck, so damn shocked. It's just gonna that. hit him in the calf, and it's just gonna sh- fucking stick out his shin, and he's gonna try to like limp away. He's gonna limp away. He has all the adrenaline. But the thing running. is, I'm you're a, not scared. He no, is. No, listen, I'm gonna let him limp away, dude. Yeah, I'm gonna let him limp. You away. have no choice. <laughs> it's no. I have millions of choices. I could have ran. I could have grabbed his fucking leg. I could have dragged him in back into the fucking room. I could have had his face scraping against the glass that just, you know, I fucking yeah, yeah, broke, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, you could. He could have been cut. You could have. I could have done yeah. anything, right? But I let him go. Why? It's all on the plan, dude. Because I'm going to come back. So I'm going to fucking kill his well, family. So I, I, how do we get to this? Dude, I literally have no idea. I don't know either. Right. All right. Anyways. Jinx, show me a... A dick, a, a Coke, what? a Coca Cola, a pop, um, a pop. Oh, okay, yeah. Anyway, I literally have, I don't know how the hell that happened. Like how we got to that. It doesn't matter. But anyway, all right. Let's pretend it didn't happen. Okay. So, um, anyway, um, so long story short, with with what it can possibly do. Um, it could influence gene expression. Um, so pretty much gene expression is, um, so your DNA, you know, everyone has DNA and you have all sorts of stuff that's encoded in there, like how tall you are, how short you are, the color of your hair, mm-hmm. eyes, etc. Everything's in there. Um, some people are lactose intolerant, right? So you can't drink milk. 
that is a gene. Um, you can't produce an enzyme called lactase. That, that's, uh, you can't do that because you have a problem with your gene expression. That's a problem. So what it's saying here is LSD, it's, we're not saying it, it, it does it, we're, we're saying it's a possibility. Um, it's possible that it could influence gene expression. So it can influence uh, random genes to not properly work. So I'm not saying you're gonna become lactose intolerant tomorrow, mm -hmm. but like that's the idea. So it it can it can influence physiological changes um, in in your body. Um, mainly where they've noticed it, if it is to happen, Off it typically happens um, with cognition and uh, neurons, so uh, your nervous system and uh, your memory. So those are the two main areas that it can um, influence and, and possibly ruin the expression of, of, of proteins, of genes. It's, it's a really gray area, you know, it's not like, it's not like you do LSD and now you're going to be, you can't do math, you can't, uh, you can't remember languages well, it's, it's just a broad, uh, cognition and broad neurological things. So like your muscle impulses, maybe um, maybe you have delayed uh, like muscle um, impulses. So like maybe like uh, there's a protein or something and you can't like uh, extend like extend as quickly or something. Okay. Um, that is rare from my understanding. That is like ridiculously rare. But it's also a thing that can happen. It can, yeah. It, it can happen, yeah. It certainly can happen. We're not saying it will happen and that it'll probably, it's kind of like lightning, it might strike you, you know? But it's mm -hmm. probably not gonna. But it can, yeah. so it's something to, Just to be note. Aware of. Yeah, it's something to note. Um, the next is like, a, we're looking at like a slide. And it's just it's just a big picture of um of gene expression. So it's you know, it's not important yeah, for really this. Not. It's just a generalized um picture. Um another thing is uh This is this is one thing that fucking is scary. Not only because I want D one children, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I I got I'm six three. I want at least I wanna have you know, at least a wife that's like six foot. I want my kids to go... Seriously, six feet? I, I mean, dude, I kind of like tall girls. I'm not going to lie. For some odd fucking reason, like, they're just weirdly attractive to me. Like, six feet up. What, a, what if they're taller six than Six feet. You? Uh, I'm saying, like, 5'10", five, 5'11". Five, what like, if they're, like, 6'5"? Nice. That's intimidating, then. Yeah. Would it still be, like, I'd want to kiss would you, you marry? Would you marry a really attractive 6'5 girl? Dude, like, she was really attractive? Yeah, she's really attractive. Oh. She wears heels Is she when you super go nice she and has a great personality? She's okay, and she has an okay personality, but she has a, she has, she's, uh, she's real, she's real, you know, she's cute, but she wears heels when she goes out. There wears like six inch heels, so she becomes like six, uh, nine when you guys walk around. Jesus. Yeah, and she likes to wear heels everywhere, like for no reason. She just likes to do What's that. What's her name? Um, Kara. That's disgusting. If Jessica. That's disgusting. If, if, if we're gonna Amina, have... Amina. That's a good one. That's even more disgusting. What's a good name? If she's six five, yeah, Oksana. You want like Oksana? That's she's, disgusting, dude. She's like Scandinavian, right? Uh, she can be whatever you want. Gartha, dude. 
Her name's Gartha. Gartha. And she's super fucking sexy. Gartha is not going to be super sexy. That's what you think. I know. Nobody with the name of Gartha has ever been super sexy. My name is Gartha. That's not super dude, that's sexy. That's so sexy. <laughs> Fuck you. That is, is so... If a girl came up to you and said it like that Hi, with that my voice. Name is Gartha. What is your name? You sound like like maybe like you're a Spanish Gartha. It doesn't make sense now. Gartha should but have like I'm a I'm saying Spanish. modern Scandinavian, dude, dude. They don't have Spanish accents. My name is Gartha. <laughs> that's, that's actually how Gartha will sound. My name is Gartha. My name is Gartha. Yeah. I like to go to the swimming and kiss on the little children. Oh my! You know what? You're right. That's that's super sexy voice right there. All right, there we go. Yeah, okay, good. so yeah, chromosomal damage. One thing LSD can do. Uh, Neil, can you pre please, pretty please, tell us more? Yeah, chromosome damage. So uh, your chromosomes. Everyone's heard of that before. Um, you need them to have. How many you got in total? Everybody that's normal. I'm speaking. Twenty-three pairs, so forty-six mm. in total. Mm. Um. They can get damaged. They can get damaged by radiation. Um, and we know that. You know, like, you you go, like, out and you hang out, like, uh, in some nuclear waste. Mm-hmm. You're probably not... You're probably going to have some, uh, some children that are probably going to grow, like, a third arm. Yeah, but your dick's probably going to get a little bigger. Yeah, or it could fall off, maybe. <clears throat> I like to think that it would get bigger. Just, like, like thickness-wise. Not lengthwise. Probably, yeah. Yeah, it probably wouldn't get, like, really veiny. It'll probably turn colors. Might, like, yeah. Actually, probably, like, a strobe kind of thing. I would have a third tail. Anyway. um, (laughs) Anyway, so, uh, radiation, chemicals, viruses, they can all cause your chromosomes to get damaged. When you have damaged chromosomes, you might have uh, uh, pretty big problems that can occur. One thing with LSD, they've noticed that um, it it can cause damage in chromosomes in, in, in two areas. One is um, leukocytes and one is um, trisomy. So to break that down, um, it can cause people, it can cause like uh, your children to have uh, Down syndrome. Right. Yeah, it, it can cause that. Um, that's a problem. Uh, um, or is it? Uh, you know, actually, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I guess it's how you look at it. I guess it's not a problem if you want your kids to have uh, Down syndrome. I guess I guess that's a good thing if you want your kids to have Down syndrome. I mean, I'll be honest. I have a cousin who has Down syndrome. And, like, not to be... I mean, he's family, right? I love him. You know, I hung out with him when I was a kid. He always drooled on me and shit. I, I didn't care. This is actually true. Yeah, you this is, this is 100% okay. true. I would never fucking lie about this. He's All a right. good guy. You know what I mean? But, like, I know my aunt and my uncle who, who, who had him. Like, I wouldn't say he's a burden, but they have to do a lot of extra stuff to, like, take care of him. Make sure he's, like, okay and stuff. And it, I can I can understand when you're a family that came from, you know, a war-burdened country... And then you also come to America, try to like make into make it into life, and you also have to take care of your son who has to have extra care than just regular like children. Yeah, it could be hard. You know what I'm saying? So I yeah, it could be a problem. But at the I same mean, time, it could also be a blessing. The way yeah, it depends on the way you think of it. Yeah, I mean, it, it's how you think of it. Um, you want your kids, you know, to have, probably have like the best shot, the easiest life. You know, like the easiest, like to be the healthiest, the happiest. You know, 
uh, it's harder to be with it's harder to live with Down syndrome, yeah. you know, in in society and just in life. So, um, from that perspective, you would want your kids not to have it. Um, regardless, um, it can it can damage chromosomes. Uh, it can cause trisomy, and it can cause um, Down syndrome. Now, is this more common, or is this just rare? Uh, they ain't really uh, in the articles. Um, not really, uh, not really stated, but I'm assuming it's rare mm -hmm. with this. This this is probably more rare, and this is this is probably from like heavy abuse. This isn't like, oh, like I did it twice and now like you're. It's probably like, oh, like you do it like twice every month and you've done it for like three years. Mm -hmm. You know, I would assume if anyone were to have children like that, it would probably be from the guy that did it two months every like two times a month for like three years, he would probably be at a higher chance than someone who did it right. twice. You know, it's just probability. You do it more, you have more chances that you, like lightning. You know, yeah, you, every time there's a thunderstorm, you go outside, you're going to get struck by, you know, way more chances. The other thing, it can damage uh, your leukocytes. That a leukocyte is a white blood cell. A white blood cell fights diseases in your body. Right. So you get an infection your white blood cells are the ones that are curing you. Mm -hmm. They're the ones fixing it. They said um, that it is possible they can damage your leukocytes. So just, you know, think of it. If your white blood cells are damaged, that means they can't perform their function. Their function is to, <laughs> to um, defend your body and cure your body. Yeah. Kill bacteria, all that. If they can't do it, you have a depressed immune system. So a depressed hmm. immune system can occur. That's kind of like HIV. Uh, HIV causes, it's, uh, it's depresses your immune system. and It you, makes you super weak and more yes, exactly. prone to just like getting sick all the exactly. time. So uh, you, your leukocytes are your best friends. You want those to be perfect. It's mentioned that it can damage your leukocytes. So if, you're, if they're damaged, you know, you're going to have a hard time fighting off infections. Right, right. And that's just, that's just terrible. I think that's probably, like, that's, that's the worst the to live with, you know? I mean, yeah, you can also, like, you can always deal with, like, if you have chromosomal damage, but if you're constantly getting sick, I would fucking hate my life. Well, you're, it's... You're, for your kid if he's constantly getting sick as well. Well, you're con it's hard, you know, like, you're getting sick a lot, but it's also, like, it takes forever. Like, a cold is going to take, like, three weeks for yeah. you. Like someone Usually might, for me, it takes like two or three days for it to go away. Yeah, well, it, way longer now, you know, because oh, yeah, like yeah. You, you're not functioning well. So, you remember we talked about the HPPD, so it's like the, the reoccurring visions like and stuff. Like flashbacks? Flashbacks. Mean? Right, flashbacks. They say it can cause flashbacks. Like you have like a real bad trip and you can have random flashbacks like a month after, mm -hmm. a couple months after. I remember we talked, mentioned, you said like you don't, you never had anything like that. I, I had never had a quote unquote bad trip because each time I did it, it was planned, you know? When it comes to just doing, well, it comes to just planning this kind of like drug, if you wanna do it, if you're interested and you've been like researching for a while, you should at least do it in a safe environment with people that you love, people that you aren't like, you know, that you trust people that like you're comfortable with, you know, you, you can be yourself around. 
and if you're in a bad setting, each time you're in a bad setting, you want a trip, it, it might go wrong. Maybe you have a bad time. Don't say bad trip because when people think of a bad trip, what do you assume? They fucking freak out, take a gun and start going outside shooting shit, or they just, their mind gets fucking blown, they go outside, start eating grass, or just start eating their own shit. It does, like, no, that doesn't <laughs> happen. Like, it just doesn't happen. Each time I've ever had... Never say never. Maybe fuckers take goddamn, what is it, PCP? That makes them fucking go crazy. Yeah. Like, that's known. You know what I mean? LSD, that's just Should like... do one on PCP, that'd be pretty interesting. Might as well do both. Who, who knows? Maybe it'll be a great time. But yeah, anyway, yeah. Uh, so what were you saying? But... Do it controlled, <laughs> if you're gonna do it. I mean, it's just... Also, dude, I've never had, like, a bad time. Each time I've ever done it was, like, was a good time because I got a great positive, like, outcome out of it. Like, I learned something about myself, or... I had a different outlook on, you know, like something that I was always like thinking about because that's what you're supposed to do. You know what I mean? You're like, if you're going through something and maybe you're, you know, you feel uneasy about your life and you feel almost uh, like lost and you don't know what to do, maybe try to do it in, in a nice environment with people you like. Maybe you'll get something out of it. You know, you'll have a different outlook on life and that's one of the greatest positives you can also take from LSD. I, I, think, I think the most dangerous thing is like, you know, someone does it, and they have their friends or someone, and they're under the influence of whatever they're doing. Maybe yeah. they're doing it as well. Maybe they're reacting different, and they edge another person on. Kind of like, like let's say like you do like whatever, like you do like a dose of it, and you're feeling good, and three other people do like a dose, and they're feeling good, but one person he's feeling kind of weird, right? And you know, like influencing to do more kind of thing because like you know like when someone gets drunk you know they have it's kind of harder to control and like when you're under the influence like things are just different so like i think the scariest part is like it's not doing like a, a half dose or something it's like you do it and then you get influenced without you even realizing it to kind of just do more mm. that's why i think is like the most dangerous thing out of it all is like so like never stopping like, you're just, like, the enticing of it, just constantly doing Like, let's say, like, oh, like, you do, like, half a tab or something. You're like, oh, let me do another half tab. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, oh, like, I don't feel, like, all oh, my friends are feeling great. Oh, let me do another so half maybe tab. Maybe they, they're and just like, taking a dosage. They have no idea how Like, much. you know, like, not everyone's going to, like, do all their research on it. You know, like, some people are gonna be like, oh, like, bro, like, give me that. You know, like, okay. so, like, oh, okay. I, I think okay. that's the most dangerous. I'm not, I don't think it's, like, I, I never did it. I never will. But, and I'm not, I'm not saying anyone should, saying, People are going to do it anyway, right? Like, yeah. people are going to do it. It's, like, the problem is, like, people don't know their limits. Mm -hmm. And people aren't patient with learning their limits. I think that's the biggest thing. Like, with drinking. People just drink a shit ton. But that would also be... limit. That would also be completely resolved if it was, like, just regulated. If, like... Well, they say it can uh, it can relieve pain and anxiety. So maybe one day it will be regulated in like ridiculously tiny doses yeah, yeah, yeah. that you pop one in and like you anxiety and pain goes away. Like maybe one day it will get to that, um, and that would be kind of that would be pretty neat if if it were, but. I think it's a long way to get to that because of the research. It's real hard to, to get this research going. When do you do you think the United States will ever just legalize everything? Just to be like, fuck it. Everybody has a choice to do whatever, you know, and you know the like the risk of doing it. 
I don't think so. I think that that that's a really good question. I, I, because how long? That, that's how a long real can? Well, what, how 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 big of a how big of a fucking you know contribution to uh, weed being not legal is a uh, big pharma? You know what I mean? Like, how long are they gonna have to have a huge control over like this industry? Because that's what most people like complain about. Wait, like you're, big, you're saying pharma controls weed right now? I mean, yeah, that's the reason why. I feel like that's the biggest reason why weed isn't like legal federally. May I? I feel like if pharma was able to, like, if pharma because, got know, their hands, they'd gladly like sell it. Like they, they gladly. I think because you know they're trying to make profit. I think they would. I don't really. I think. I think the reason it's not like the whole legal thing. It's kind of like the old thought like the old school thinking mm. on like oh like you know like weed's bad alcohol's bad this is bad yeah like prohibition and like was in 1920s it was it was just because you know they had a moral opposition i think right now the problem is like there's like a moral like like the holdouts like the older generation is against it the older generation is in government and in power right now right so as that gets replaced by younger and more you know fresher minds i think that the transition for the weed like will occur more rapidly and for other drugs you know i think that younger people have this idea that everything should be legalized hmm. what do you think of that do you think that like i mean i've seen or i've read about like countries like portugal has everything legalized or like i heard really and, I like crime that. rates have gone like down because of it and I'm pretty sure, like, the Netherlands has everything also, like, legalized, except psilocybin mushrooms for some reason. I know Am in Amsterdam, I think. They had everything legalized except psilocybin mushrooms, which was weird. Because some dude took a bunch of mushrooms and, like, freaked out. And then they were like, fuck it. Well, yeah, well, I mean, like, if something's illegal, people go crazy for it. Mm -hmm. It's like alcohol. Like, in Europe, compared to here, like, colleges are ridiculous here. You know, like, oh, like, you're 21, like, you're in college, you get blasted, you get completely trashed and blackout. Because you, you didn't do that. Europeans, they have, like, beer at, like, the dinner table, wine, they drink. So it's not, like, any big deal. Oh, they got to college. Okay, it's alcohol. I, I've drank that since I was, like, 16, you know? Yeah, yeah. There's no novelty. There's, like, there's nothing, like, cool about it There's anymore. also, like, no, I mean, there's also, there's culture tied to, like, you know, drugs that are illegal. But there can never be, like, a time where it's just recreational like that especially like what is it class one drugs that's like marijuana lsd like you can't have that like in the same realm of like alcohol but, like i can't imagine like sitting down at like the dinner table with like your family maybe in the future like a futuristic family and they're just all token up fucking dubs well that's the thing you know I, like 50 years ago they would never imagine you know like or a hundred years ago they'd never imagine like now where we are with like you know like weeds being real they be like, what, what, what is this? <laughs> you know, the, the devil's so plant. Like, very well, maybe in like um, 20 years, everyone's going to be hippies at the dinner table. Um, but would that be cool? I don't know. That's your definition of cool. Is that cool? I mean, like, I would, know, you want, I would you want to be getting completely high with your mom and dad? Like eating like, you know, some rice and, and like, you know, a good, I wouldn't mind, good dinner. I wouldn't mind drinking a beer with my dad. Yes, I like, that would be cool, yeah. I don't know about getting, like, high. Like, I mean, it would be different because I have no idea how the fuck they would react. Yeah. Because maybe my mom would freak out, or maybe she would just relax. I mean, she needs to fucking relax, so maybe it would help her out. But, like, 
my dad, I feel like he would just freak the hell out. Maybe bring up some PTSD from the war or some shit. Like, I don't know. That could happen. He'd probably beat your ass. Dude, I would whoop my dad's ass. No, you dude. wouldn't. My dad is so small. I think you're you're taller than my dad, I feel like. It doesn't matter. He has dad's strength. And you know how that works. He would whoop your ass. A hundred percent. Dude, he grabbed my neck the other day. Like, I was in the kitchen and I was just chilling with my cat. Yeah. And he grabbed my fucking neck just like... Why? Like, the back of it or yeah, the front? Like, you know, like, you grab like your... What yeah, is this? Yeah. Like your trap, right? Yeah. Trapezoid? Yeah. <laughs> your yeah, muscle your between your is... neck and your shoulder. Like, he grabbed that shit, dude, and squeezed it as fucking hard as he could. I swear to God, I wanted to die. Yeah. And I've never felt anybody do that. Like, Aiden's dad does that shit to me. But my dad did that. I almost went crippled. Well, that's a dad. That's a dad strength kind of thing. But, I, th- I think a dad can always defeat his son, no matter how strong his son is. I think he knows it's like my a, weaknesses. I think it's like a... Yeah, well, not even that. I think it's just natural. Right. Like, I don't know how, like, the universe somehow makes it happen. Like, I don't no even matter think I could how beat weak, my dad's ass. No matter how weak your dad is. Maybe your dad can only bench, like, 50 pounds, but he can kick your ass. You know, like, he can't, he can't beat up, like, a 120-pound guy, but he can beat your ass, you know, right. cause, just because he's your dad. And there's some weird, like, magical power that a dad can beat your ass. I mean, always. No matter how <laughs> old he is. Like, like 70 years old yeah yeah and i feel like it becomes better as he gets older because he has to do it quick because he's old nah dude if he's 70 years old i'm pummeling him i still think he'd whoop your ass i'm fucking pummeling him that's no offense to you you know what if my dad beat my ass you can't even be I mad would, about I, that i would take i would take a huge positive outcome from that you know what i mean i'd be like look at that you know my dad loves me so much that he'll beat my fucking ass yeah that's, that's how a I good way to look at it. You know, I that's what I do. You know, I look at I look at things positively. Because if you don't, then you're, you know. Then you, then that would be incredibly depressing. That your dad just beat the shit out of you. Just beat you up for no reason. You were just pouring milk and trying to make a bowl of cereal in the morning. And he grabbed your neck like a rooster. He just right, right. grabbed you by your neck like a damn rooster. Oh. And, uh. <laughs> And just slammed you down, and just like your bowl of cereal went everywhere. You're crying now. You're a grown ass man. This is getting crying. very. This is getting very detailed. All right. Well, dude, you were getting detailed about like the whole. Um... No, I didn't know I was making cereal. Yeah, you're making cereal. It's in the morning. What do you make in the morning? Eggs. Fine. You. Have I don't to... eat breakfast. All right. Today, aren't right, good. Today, you decided to eat breakfast, and your dad got pissed. He's like, "Why are you making breakfast? You never eat breakfast." Hey, you hey. never make hey, breakfast. What are you doing? Yeah, hey, you hey. never make breakfast. Hey, you... let me beat your ass. <laughs> He's sitting at home playing fucking video games. Let me beat your ass. Boy. Let me kiss you on the lips. So he goes there and he beats your ass for making breakfast. Right, right. And you try resisting, but you can't because he's your dad, and right. he just has an ability to it's, beat your ass. That's just natural. You know, it comes like he has to beat my ass. He has. I to. have to accept it. He has to do it. It's like a. It's like a band-aid. You have to just take it off eventually. You have to just take your band-aid off. He My has dad's to. the band-aid? I don't know where he is. You get what I'm saying. I don't know. But, like, he has to do it. That's all I'm saying. You think you could beat your dad's ass? Oh, yeah, I'd kick his... No, I'm just... <laughs> <laughs> no, same, same thing. Same thing. He'd have to beat my ass. It's like the way of the... It's just the way of the world, you know? You, okay. can't, you can't change the world. The I world, can change the world. I know you think you can, but you can't. It'll break you, boy. I can get I can get ISIS off this map like, like that. Like that with a snap. How you how you gonna do that? See, I have a. You know, this is my master plan on how to get rid of ISIS. Okay, Trump. You know, if you're listening, he's not. If you're listening, this is the best. This is the best fucking solution to our problem. All right, you invite him over for dinner. Okay, invite who? ISIS. 
all vices. All <laughs> vices, right? <laughs> like, like 10,000 people so you, to you, your house. You're like, hey guys, listen. Wait, time out. This is a secret meeting, so like, no Where? one, no... How are you gonna? How are you gonna secretly ten thousand? people? I don't know, dude. They hold they hold those secret ass meetings where all the elite people go and. All right, fine. True. All right, yeah, yeah. I got you. All right, fine. All right, fine. You're right. You're, all, that, that works. That you, works. Not like, all ISIS supporters have to be there, but you know, what you I mean, maybe like the ten, leaders. Yeah, you have like a ten thousand, like a ten acre like place. Right, right. Okay. In the middle of fucking nowhere. I invite them. They come on their boats. They all have boats. Okay. They don't have like across planes. the Atlantic. Yeah, they all, have, they all have like you know what I mean. They all have just to row boats across yeah. the Atlantic. And they're all just fucking jacked because you're just like rowing the whole goddamn time. Okay, yeah. All right. So they come to the secluded place. I don't know where this could be. Um, let's say some ten-acre wooded place. In the middle Puerto of Rico, because oh, okay, never mind. You know, there's no one's there because of like what happened. You know, the earthquake or whatever. Okay, got so you're just in a random town with literally zero people. It's underground. You know what I mean? It's just like this little big ass table. Where, like, people can come and sit and talk about just, like, the world, what's really going on. Okay. It's underground. Okay. And Trump's there. He's with a bunch of his colleagues. Okay. David Pence, is, or what is it, Pence is there? Mike Pence Mike, to you. I said David. Yeah. What the fuck? Mike Pence is there hanging out. He's having a good time, and they're just there. And the ISIS leaders okay. are there. I don't know the names. Maybe. Like Abu Bakr. Habab. Or like, uh, Abu Bakr al-Baghdadi. That's, that's his name, I think. Baghdadi? Yeah, al-Baghdadi. Baghdadi. He's the dad with a bag. A bag. <laughs> he's the he's the dad with a bag. A bag, daddy. <laughs> Literally, all right. That's and a good one. Trump sitting with the you know this is just what this is how you can resolve it. All right. Trump sitting there with Mike Pence. All the other ISIS leaders are there having a good time, and Trump he lifts up his glass and he says, "For war, it's not for the man, but for peace." for the people and everybody raises their glass Mike Pence and Trump went you know go to drink their drink but they didn't drink it at all and they just put the glass back down all the ISIS members are there like oh says salam alaikum you know they're like thank you so much this is great you know we're finally you know in peace yeah I'm so glad we're not hating each other anymore I'm so glad we can resolve this and everyone can be at peace, right? Five fucking second, ten seconds later, after they see that, they just drop. <laughs> oh my god, that's so stupid. <laughs> Poisoned, right? We invited all the ISIS people. That's you know, what, that's Game of Thrones. To Puerto Rico. That's Game of Thrones. What? That's that's like Game of Thrones right there. I was also I was also just taking that from I was Breaking playing Bad, Un- Uncharted, Breaking and, Bad. In Uncharted, they do the same exact thing, but it was like uh, pirates. Whoever watches Breaking Bad, Don Eladio, they, they'll know this. Okay. Uh, um, Gus gives... They know it. They know the scene. He, he, I've he, watched Breaking Bad, so go ahead. And he, all right, yeah. So uh, so Gus Fring, he poisons all the cartel guys. And he, he drinks the poison. Yeah, spoiler uh Crap. It's been out for fucking yeah, years. Crap. So. You should have watched it by now. It's, it's, it's your fault. You deserve you deserve to be spoiled if you haven't watched it by now. So like that's that's the end of that. Anyway, he drinks it and he uh and everyone drinks it and everyone continues to party and uh Gus is like, I need to go to the bathroom. Oh yeah, he's that's like, when he's down in Mexico. He's like, and and Don Eladio has this big ass cigar, he's like smoking he's like, he's like uh and he gets this, like fat guy to like escort him to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And uh he goes there and he pukes all that crap out and then everyone dies. 
and he's um, just chilling. Yeah. Um, so I think that's a terrible plan to defeat ISIS, to be honest, because... No, but listen, you didn't hear me. We have all the ISIS members in Puerto Rico. Yeah, the main guys. Right? There's like we 900... just fucking drop, like, so many bombs on them, dude. Right? Trump gets away. Mike Pence, they all get away in, like, a rescue boat or something. And all these ISIS members are in Puerto Rico. They're just like, what are you doing? Uh, are we going to go home? I miss my family. I, uh, I want to see my family, uh, right? And we fucking bomb them, dude. We drop like fucking a hundred bombs on them and just destroy ISIS completely. And it would never have to happen. They would ne- no one even would know. Yeah. Because it's like such a secret meeting. That's real smart, dude. That's a real smart plan right there. Hey, man. I, I like that. You're killing two birds with one stone, right? You're getting rid of Puerto Rico and... What? You're getting rid of ISIS. Puerto Rico's cool. What? They have good beaches. What? Wait, what'd you say? What'd you say? Wait, what? <laughs> what'd you just anyway, say? Anyway, man. That's, anyway. I like Puerto Rico. Alright. Well, okay. Yeah, back to the, back to the back to the topic, man. Alright. We I already think, discussed Yeah, I think we Yeah, we pretty much we went through LSD. So we, what we completed that. Do you have any do you have anything to say to me and to the people that I think Mm, as a matter of fact, I do. Yes, yes, quite so. Um, kind of anything you do in life, it's a risk-reward thing. Mm-hmm. You have to ask yourself, is it worth the risk? Um, understand that anything you do can affect you. Um, positively or negatively. Positively or negatively. Whether it's alcohol or drugs, uh, you make decisions, you drink and you end up having a bad liver when you're 50 other people drink and they have a great liver when they're 50 right so it's your decision ultimately what you do my idea what i would recommend personally not to do it not to do any of the drugs and even not to drink alcohol i mean i know like people do it and but like not to do it because risk versus reward i think if it has a risk it's not worth it. Like me, I won't go skydiving. I know you're you're, you're going to survive, but it's not worth it for me because if anything happens, if anything goes wrong, that's it. Second parachute, that's it. So I, I'm not a believer in risk. But do you any believe, risk? But do you believe in sometimes risking it for the biscuit works out? What does that mean? Sometimes you got to risk it for the biscuit. You know what I'm saying? What's the biscuit here? Happiness and total enlightenment. I think you can get. I think you can get happiness from other ways without having to do the drug, True. Or, or or enlightenment. I'm not saying like, oh, like, oh, I can get it and no one else can. But I think I think you can. I think it's harder. I think it's definitely harder. Right. But I think it's more rewarding if you're able to find your own, if you're able to like work towards your own happiness and work towards your own like enlightenment. Um, I think it's a rewarding, rewarding thing to be able... Like your cat, it makes you happy. You just look at it and play with it. I fucking love it's it. It's happiness right there. Like, no drugs involved. I think it's possible to, to, to get those effects, but, of course, doing it without, without the drugs. Again, not saying don't do it. Do it if you want. You know, I don't give a shit. Or anyone, you know, you do... You make your decisions. Like, that's the whole point. It's free will. But if someone were to come up and ask me, I'd say, I won't do it. Like, personally, I don't want to do it, and uh, I won't. Do you think if you're ever, uh, when you get to, an, like, an older age, 
Do you think you would ever regret not doing this? Or like we're doing like doing I, these kind of drugs just growing up just to see like experimenting wise? Like not really. I think it's a personality thing with that. Me I, I don't think I will. I think um I never had an urge to kinda of do it. So unless I like randomly just develop the urge i don't think i'll have those kind of regrets because i never had those urges you know maybe if i have all these urges to do drugs like that right but i suppressed it and i'm like oh i'm not gonna do it because i really want to but i'm not and then when i get to like 40 or 50 i'm like you know like i regret it because i really wanted to maybe if that was the situation i would but i don't have any of those urges to do it so i don't think i'll have you know regrets but if someone had urges, yeah, I think they'd probably have regrets um, in the future. I mean, it does all just go based off like personality, like you said. But like, let's say, would you would you say someone who has done drugs, or like who has done like psychedelics and not hard drugs? I feel like anybody who does just like heroin and like crack, like, what are you fucking doing? You know what I mean? I feel like if anything, like, well, psychedelics have been dating back for, like, ever. Yeah. People have been doing it, and a lot of people believe religion came up because of psychedelics, you know? Because mm -hmm. you see shit, and you see crazy-ass fucking visuals, and you, you know, you, you start to contemplate reality. And I can see why people back then probably did the same thing. I think that's scary to contemplate reality, actually. I've, in any, if anything, I feel like it's awesome. Because, I mean, if you're stuck in this bubble... Where people get comfortable and they're like, hey, man, I mean, if anything happens, like, after life, like, if nothing happens, that's cool. Like, I just have this life and I'm content. I'm going to stay home, not do shit. Like, I'm going to just do work and come home and just relax. That's right. fine. If that's you, I love you. You know what I mean? You're a great person. Contribute to society. Like, you're a good guy. And if there's some people who just want to do the drugs just because it's fun, I mean, that's the main reason why. Yeah, I mean, it's, do it. it's, it's recreation. Yeah. Like, it, it's fun for them, so they do it. The only thing that's fucked is because it's not regulated, it's bad. So, like, people just don't know how much they're taking. It, and it varies with so many people because right. it's just, like, it's more sensitive based off... Even, your, even like, genetics, I'm sure, have a huge part in it, too. Like, like alcohol resistance, genetics, you know? Um, uh, it's, I think it's called Asian flush syndrome. When uh, people from Asia, they drink alcohol, they get, like, red-faced. Because they don't have the genetics to, to deal with the alcohol. Right. So I think there might be a, a genetic component as well. Everyone's different genetically. So everyone's resistance is different. Um, but you mentioned uh, the contemplate reality thing. I think, that's, I think that's a scary thing to do. Why? I think it's just terrifying to... But and does, like, it, does it not like make, like make you think like there's other realities. It's like so fucking cool because like... This might not just be it, man. You know what I mean? You're right. It, but what if it is? Oh, then, then, that, it, then it is. Right, right. I, I, yeah, like that—that's—that's that's the easy way. But like, when you just like by yourself or something, like you just like sit down and you start thinking, like, you know, this is it. Like, this is this is it. Like, I ju when I'm dead, there's literally nothing. Like, the ending of your existence, I think, is the most terrifying idea if you actually just like sit there and like just think of it you get like a like a gut like a gut feeling you know like that mm -hmm. like kind of like when your heart sinks through yeah. like into your stomach you get like that feeling like oh my god like that's just like a terrible so i i don't think anyone truly is 
um, can when when people are like, oh, like when, when it's done, it's done. So like, live life. I don't think anyone who thinks like that has ever just sat there for hours and just like imagined like just your you ending, like your existence ending completely. But that could be that could be like motive, like very inspirational, like on either end. Like you're right. If you do, if you're doing LSD or whatever mushrooms, any psychedelic, like MDMA, whatever, and you get a crazy, you know, ideology in your head. Not crazy, but you, you know, you conjure up a new ideology about reality. Maybe it's maybe like the world that you live in is just quote unquote a simulation. Let's fucking right, say yeah, right. Yeah, you know, just and you're saying, oh, people, people who don't do drugs. And don't like think like differently of people who done drugs and they think of reality differently. They're saying, after this, I'm just gonna die and it's gonna be nothing. Like it's just gonna be non-existent. Right. That's motivational. In a way, yeah, that is. That is complete. That, 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 that is motivational. If you That's have, true. like I'm saying, you have one life. Like the, like you said, people are like you it, when it's on, when it's like done, it's done. Like so, live life. Yeah. That should be. That's how it should be, though. You know. Yeah, you that, only that have is, one life. That is motivational. You're granted all these fucking characteristics about yourself, and you have to find out how can I contribute to life positively. If you're going to contribute to life negatively, like, how, for example, I don't know, fucking Hitler, uh, school shooters, like, whatever. What's what's the time? Jesus. Uh, well, we talked for a whole hour. Well, this is our first uh, podcast past an hour, so uh, if you guys enjoyed it, if you guys are still listening... Yeah, uh, sorry for, uh... Yeah, sorry. We really talked to everyone's ear off. Probably everyone left by now. I'm, no. Usually, no. I mean, usually people tell me to do longer ones. Oh, really? So maybe this is, uh... We're gonna probably talk for three hours, right? Yeah, we don't... It's... Uh, no, we, let, let, I mean, just... I mean, here, I'll talk about this, and then we'll close we, it up. We can wrap it up right, with, We'll talk with, about with this, this real quick, alright? Okay, I think this is actually a good place to end it off with, like, uh... Just like with, with, basically the rundown of like how maybe LSD could be good for you and how it could not. Well, I'll, I'll say what how you're it's going also contributing. Yeah, how like it living life to, to the fullest. Yeah, exactly was was a great uh, was a great thing because this is also a huge thing. You don't do drugs. Maybe you don't have a different like outlook on reality. Maybe you're not contemplating reality, and you're like maybe when I die nothing's gonna happen, or maybe when I die oh, this fucking heaven shit's gonna happen. Regardless, do something fucking awesome with life. You know what I mean? If you don't feel content in your life and you're stuck at a shitty ass job maybe do LSD maybe find something in yourself that you become more creative that you actually you figure something out about yourself and you find out life isn't just work 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 money money maybe it's just what you actually fucking care about you know what I'm saying and people who who've taken drugs psychedelics and thought differently of reality maybe oh maybe uh, whatever happens after life happens and they become more motivational and do something that they actually love. You know what I mean? Like, people love to fucking draw, but, like, they're not making money, like, crazy money, unless you're a good artist and you have, uh, like, requests. And people, like, at, like offer you money to, like, you know, draw specific things. Or maybe people buy your art. Who fucking knows? But there's people who are more creative. And I feel like people who are more creative, like, are drawn to also psychedelics, which is weird. Mm-hmm. But more people who, who are, like content and basic with life and like to have a nine to five job are more tend to stay away from that but which is fine but what at the end of the day what, what would you want a guy who contributes to society regularly doesn't do anything or a guy who just follows whatever the fuck he wants to do and doesn't care what other people think i i think i'm not saying lsd can do that I, i'm saying it gives you a greater outlook on life and it could also change your life decisions and 
impact your future the I, way I'm saying career-wise. I all. think structure, I think structure is incredibly rewarding. I, I think it's hard to get structure in life. To like, be just to like balance. have like money, down, like everything. Well, not even that, like, you know, like going to bed at nine o'clock, getting up at yeah. seven, you know, that's hard to do. Fuck like, yeah. You're on your phone, you saw a YouTube video, we were just talking about this, like, we just spent, like, two hours just clicking on the next YouTube video. Yeah. Because, like, oh, that, that was a cool thumbnail. I think discipline, like, getting to bed, like, I'm going to go to sleep at 9, I'm going to get up at 7, like, you control yourself, 100%. No, like, you have complete control over your mind and everything you do. I think if you're able to do that, it's incredibly rewarding. It's also incredibly hard to do that. I think, so, like, Edo was saying, like, you know, like, you know, try LSD, like, you know, like, try, like, see, like, how you might, like, it might enhance your life or, you know, change. I would say, like, for my closing, like, thing, I think, I think if you, if you do any drugs, if you, like, if you drink a lot of alcohol. Plan or, your shit out. Or if you do any of that stuff, I would say try, try not to, like, See if you can do this. Like, be like, you know what? Today, I'm, I'm not gonna do it. I'm, I'm not gonna do it for a week. Can I? Can I not do it for a week? And see if you can. And then see in that week, did you become happier? Like, did you find a different like, like an old self? Like, did you like kind of like remember like an old self how you were pre using the drugs, or was it worse? You know, like. I would say try abstinence from alcohol, drugs, and try to see how long you can commit, can commit to it. And if you see an improvement in your life, then maybe continue with it. Maybe for you it's better. Maybe you're the kind of person that does better without the drugs. Or, you know, maybe you're like, you know what, like, I need it. So, like, you're like, oh, that, that doesn't work for me. Some people depend on I, it. I, I, think, I think it's good to take a step back and try to get a little bit, like, control in, in life. And I think to do that, it starts with, like, controlling what you do, like, what you take in. And controlling your happiness comes from within and not from, like, a drug to give it to you. Like, your happiness is going to come from, like, within. Like, playing with, like, with your cat. <laughs> like, you know, like, maybe, like... You know, driving with your windows down, playing music. You're like, wow, it's such a nice day. I'm just in a good mood. Like, I'm happy, but it was. It's not because I did like this or this. It's just because like, it's natural. I think you'll start like finding that you can find happiness in like the smallest things, and it becomes really, becomes it becomes easier to find like peace and happiness in like little random shit. Like right now, we have like a little can. We're outside. We have a little candle out here. So nice. It's, it, it, it's dark outside, and there's just a candle here in our laptop, and this candle is like so relaxing. Like it's just it relaxes me right there. Like I have a candle, and I'm already relaxed. You know, like I didn't have like I didn't have to like take a take a drug to get that feeling. I think try abstinence. Um, try that. Also, you can do Edo's thing and try try uh try the LSD. Um, that's his recommendation. That's mine. Try both. See what works for you, you know? Try to find out, like, what makes you, like, solid, makes you better, and improves you. I think improvement and, like, just making yourself, like, whole and complete. Kind of, like, building yourself. Like, 
it's like we're a puzzle and we're trying to build all the pieces to like make the picture i think i think that's what we're i think right now it's really hard in this age like our age and like the society we're in to like to build your puzzle to like make yourself right make yourself you find you you know that's what everyone's trying to do is find you yeah i don't know some food for thought man i don't know if you do drugs be safe you know drugs are illegal be safe yeah everything i said i lied right <laughs> i lied drugs are drugs are illegal i don't do drugs you know what i'm saying i'm just saying you got to be safe right depends on your setting the people that you're with do your research people okay this is a great this was a great ass fucking conversation i had with my friend neil and we had a good ass time yeah i think having an open mind just just have an open mind just you know like with with everything just having an open mind like like he's for it i'm against it but like we're talking and like you know it's no big deal like don't shut out like new ideas i think that's like the i think that's the biggest thing right now is like like oh like i don't want to think about that yeah being closed-minded will get you nowhere just just open your and just think try you know try abstinence you know give it a try you know maybe try what edo is saying too you know i'm i'm saying don't he's saying do like you know it's your decision what you do depending on your personality if you're the kind of person that is intrigued by it i recommend it you know if you're already doing research on it and it's something that you've been thinking about a while maybe it is maybe you want to try it you know if you're too scared then don't do it there's always risk but no if you do your research and you're in a positive state of mind everything around you in life at the moment is going well you're with good people and you're comfortable then might as well do it you got to be safe that's the biggest point of it don't listen to what your friends say i think that's one of the biggest things like i know every old people say it like but like don't listen to what the hell your friends say. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. If you want to do it, it's free country. You know? It's free country. Well, well, it's illegal with that. But, you know, <laughs> don't listen. Uh, literally, don't listen to your friends. Like, do what you feel. Exactly. Like, literally, don't listen to what your friends say. And, like, if they laugh at you or whatever, like, whatever. Like, it's 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 harder to go against what your friends say than to do what your friends say. You know, it, it's much harder to do that. But follow your heart, okay? Okay. Don't follow the tip of your penis because it's always leading you to bad things. You got to follow your heart. I'm speaking to both women and men. No, okay? you have tits for women. Yeah, so definitely keep your tits calm down. All right, let's fucking calm down and think with your heart sometimes, okay? All right. I'm going to close this out with our sponsor. Uh, do you like baked goods? Yes. Do you like sugary sweet things in your mouth? Cookies. Maybe you like a little brownie. Maybe you want to take a nice little cookie and put it between your legs and, and taste it from your vagina. Whatever you fucking like, it doesn't matter. Because Taylor's Baked Goods has what you need. Check out Taylor's Baked Goods on Instagram with all your nice edible needs. Whatever's edible, just fucking shove it in your mouth. Because that's what she has. Alright? I've said this... How many times have I said this, man? She has a black boyfriend. 
You said it a couple times now. Actually, you only said it once in, in the beginning. So once. Not twice now, because you just said it. Right? She, she has a black boyfriend. Okay? Every, every, oh, every podcast. Okay. <laughs> so you said that a bunch of times. All right. I want that to be known. Why does that, that matter? It's 2018, baby. It's time to move on from our past. What does that mean? We must make beautiful mixed children. And no more white children. There's too many whites. Anyways. Anyways. You guys, thank you guys. If you guys are still listening, thank you so fucking much. Um, yeah, thanks. It's been a great time with my friend Neil. We kissed like five times during this podcast. It's only audio because it's late night. It's been a long day. So I'm going to close this out. Love you guys. Stay tuned for next week's uh, episode. It's going to be probably on video because we're going to be back in the studio. And we're going to have a fun-ass time. Thanks for having me, by the way. Oh, absolutely, man. Absolutely. It was a fucking pleasure. I loved it. You're supposed this to is our first. This is our first podcast You're past an hour. Like, this is amazing. Is it? Yeah. I actually like, uh, you have to say, uh, I'd love to have you back again. Hey, I'd love to have you back. I'm not coming back. Again? <laughs> I'm not coming back. This is so stupid, bro. No, I'm just fucking with you. <laughs> yeah, I'll come back. You're never fucking coming back. Yes, I am, boy. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thank you guys for listening. Thanks. Uh, peace. Bye.